I'd totally fuck a reptilian. Oh, I love an abortion spa. Alien murder sex. Welcome to Alien Murder Sex. Hey, hey. This is Adrian. I'm Adrian Cuss, hairstylist and local punk rock personality. Check me out. <laughs> and also check Lauren out. Hi, I'm right here. Check me out. I'm Lauren <laughs> Petrie. I'm a New York City comedian and podcaster, as you can see right now. Podcasting. We're, this is a fucking awesome episode because we have our first guest. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. People want to hang out with us. We don't know why. Uh, you know, after the whole Twitter feud. By no. the way, if you're listening, by the way, we need you to do this. Go to our Twitter and please follow because, like, we're low on the followers on there. And the Republicans and the Christians are like, like you only have, like, 80 followers. You suck. And I'm going to be like, fuck you. Come back in six follow months. Follow us on Twitter, please. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. It's at, it's at Alien Murder Sex. And on Twitter, it's at Murder underscore Alien. At Murder underscore that Alien. Murder underscore Alien. Uh, if you're in the New York City area on the 22nd, I'm running my half hour at the Tiny Cupboard Comedy uh, Comedy Shop Comedy Venue at 7 p.m. on Thursday, the 22nd. So come to that. Also, me and Adrian entered a silly competition. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and, we did. We're in the same. Everybody in our friends group is in the same competition. Yeah, and it's like it's really silly. It's it's so silly. But you should vote for both of us if you're listening for the next face of horror. It's called the face of horror. If you go to any of our social medias, you'll see a link, um, and you could win like thirteen thousand dollars and like a magazine spread, and that would be great for our brand. So yeah, I just want to walk on, roll, just like pop into a horror movie, like get killed real quick. Yeah. And, so you know, please follow us on there; it'd be great. But enough about us. Uh, we want to introduce you, our guest today, our so, first guest. I'm so excited ever on this. The day after the death of Queen Elizabeth. Very exciting. We dressed for the occasion. I'm like, I got a breakout fur for this. We got company and the queen is dead. <laughs> Brilliant. I had a whole crowd at a show last night chanting, queen is dead, queen is dead. And then I did all my, like, I hate my mom jokes. So it was great. Yeah. So this is EJ Hammond. And uh, she is a North Carolina-based author whose upcoming book, Ted Bundy, Memories of the Beast, promises to be a fresh twist on the oft-told story of the life of a dangerously disturbed man. EJ has studied ab uh, abhorrent behavior and serial killers for the past two decades. And you can find her blog at bundyfile.com and you can follow her on Twitter at Rose Dysfunction. Super excited. What a badass. Hey! Hey! hey. Badass how looking great today. We are great and how are you? <laughs> Welcome to good, Alien good. Murder Sex. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, we want to be here. say off top that we hate the Zac, Zac Efron movie. Fuck the Zac Efron movie. Thank it's you. Thank bad you. fan fiction. <laughs> Fucking hate we it. We were standing it's... outside like, this is like, oh, oh God. It, it's literally like the bad fan fiction we read. It, we had another podcast. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. terrible. And he, his acting, here's what I figured out. Ted Bundy is more charismatic, was more charismatic than Zac Efron. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, unfortunately, Absolutely. it's just like... I'm not going anywhere with Zach. No way, man. I mean, I dated yeah. a, a psychopath, and he was super fucking sexy and charming. And, like, I get it. Dangerous people can be very attractive. That's just how they mask and, you know, how they cover. But that... Yeah. Did you see No Man of God with uh, Luke Kirby and, and uh, Elijah Wood? 
Oh my gosh, that's an amazing oh, movie. Oh my heart. Such, oh my my heart. Such a good movie. Like yeah, he, the I am as Luke Kirby as an actor needs he deserved some kind of award for that because the way he just Definitely. did all, all of the nonverbal communication, the body language, just even his face, it was it was spooky. It was so good. Like Spot. yeah, yeah. If anyone like is attracted to Bundy, watch that movie. I guess because like, that's the one. <laughs> that's, that's the, the one to better. watch. That's Girls Night yeah. right there. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, it, fuck uh, uh, the Zac Efron movie. Yeah, no, thank the, you. <laughs> yeah, the other movie is terrible. This one is a lot better. It, it really did um, describe well the the relationship between the FBI profiler Bill Hagmeyer and Bundy and what they're. Um, communications were like, um, and I felt like you're right. A lot of the nonverbal um, information that we got from Luke Kirby as Ted w- was really spot on. You oh. know, even though he was a lot taller than Ted, you know, oh, he's Ted sitting was like five ten. It's like sitting down in yeah. the movie. They got him at a table. They, yeah. they, they, they yeah. It was a woman director. I think. I think she thought that through. Mm-hmm. But yes. uh, yeah, <laughs> but just the way that when he wanted to whisper when he was confessing, and he was so uncomfortable. Yes. He really just nailed that that cringe that just it was so cringe for Bundy to finally be like, yeah, I'm a liar, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think people need to see that. I think that needs to be portrayed more in the media, um, you know, not just in documentaries. We need to to show him as as the real creep that he really was. Yes. Yeah. I mean, all they ever show is like him feeling sexy, driving his bug, you know, like all the confidence, the confidence drip. You know, it's the yeah. shiny American packaging of the serial killer. Republican like, yeah. could be handsome depending how he parted his hair. Yeah. Right. And right. like sexy boy, but he's not sexy. Gets along with your parents. He's right. educated. He's resourceful. <laughs> he drives a very modest car. <laughs> his shoes aren't too shiny. Not too shiny. Right. His hair's yeah. just so. Yeah. And he, he could talk yeah. a good game, but that's like mm. all he had. And then, you know, but if you ever caught him doing anything he didn't want, he would probably just crumble like a fucking scared little fucking child. Oh, he was a, he was a fucking coward mm-hmm. is what he was. Yeah. That's, that's oh, the I word. That. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, if, if anybody were to approach him, he would r- turn tail and run. So, and, and we know that from eyewitness testimony in Florida. Didn't he get shot by a cop at one point in Florida? Like he was not shot, he was pistol whipped. <laughs> and and that's is. what that mark on his cheek is. That's what took him down. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. do you want to no. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I just wanted to confirm um what happened there was the cop shot at him and he collapsed. Um <laughs> I don't know if he was just startled. Um or he was playing. Or he was playing <laughs> he was like playing he got possum. shot. Probably. Probably. An actor and, till the um, end. Right. And so, he, yeah, he struggled with the cop two different times. Um, and then that's when he got pistol whipped. And that's what you see in the pictures, the mugshot in yeah. Florida. And then for before everyone knew his full extent of his atrocities, I know that in Colorado he escaped and he was looked at for a short time in the zeitgeist as some kind of a folk hero. And people had made shirts and stuff about like, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> he didn't last in support long. of him. Yeah. He, well, he got no. out into the cold and he like la- what it was correct me like two two nights so so the first um escape remember he escaped twice in colorado the first escape was in aspen and that was out the courthouse window that's right 
the, the one we've seen in more movies. Um, and that was where he got lost for about a week out in Aspen. He had no idea where he was. I mean, just this is a man with no sense of direction. And we see that time and time again. Well, it's when he's not like he could just and, stop an ass. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, though, he was part of his own defense and he had access to some maps of the areas. He just didn't know Forgot where to, he was in town. He should have taken a compass right. and some maps. This is yeah. the least manly yeah. thing but about then. Bundy. He couldn't take you <sighs> camping. He couldn't hunt oh. and fish with your dad. He had to it kill you in so the woods bad. because he, he didn't know what else to do out there. He had to kill you in the woods. What, you want exactly. me to start a fire? No, you got to die. Like Exactly. So then we see his second escape in Glenwood Springs. That was out of the jail when he crawled out of the jailhouse. And then he hitchhiked his way into, uh, you know, throughout Colorado, left Colorado through the airport and made his way down into Florida at that point. Yeah. He was going to go on a vacation to sunny Florida. He could have just retired. He, he could have just, re- if he had just cut the shit. He considered it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm he sure considered he, it, actually. I'm sure he considered it. And then he was like, but I'm hard. Like, I have to kill. What do I do? Exactly. Yeah, no, he 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 was like an addict. He hadn't been able to kill anybody for a couple of years because he'd been in prison. God. So we all that's know what, what that's got like. You got to scratch that itch. You got to get yep. it. Now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, as a former dry addict myself, like, I guess I get it. <laughs> but the que- big question here is, how do you even get that itch? How do you get there? How do you get that itch? So <laughs> let's maybe from the top, from early beginnings. Wah, 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 we're going back. Let's go back. Let's do the it. Way back machine. Way back. Bundy Yeah. Yeah. Only so. people of a certain age will get that reference. <laughs> and they're the best people. <laughs> You're our people. Exactly. Party okay. on. Yeah. Nice. So well, we're starting out. <laughs> we're starting out with Ted being born in Burlington, Vermont, um, to an unwed mother and an unwed mother's home. So in the 40s, you know, that was a shameful thing to get mm-hmm. pregnant. So um, her she family had, sent. She had fun once. She, did she, though? <laughs> I, I hope. I hope I she did. I wonder if she did. Because, well, we don't know who the father is and and the whether or not it was her father. So the family has never actually confirmed that. But it's it's likely that it was not. Um, Wasn't there a DNA test done recently or something? I don't think so. I feel like that would be big news. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like the family has anything to gain from confirming that his grandfather was his father. Probably um, not. Yeah. So more than likely, you know, that's not even something we can even really speculate on because we don't have anything to work with. But we do know that he was left at that home for about three months before his mother went back and got him. So Mm. you've lost that bonding between mother and child for three months. Um, She brings him back to Philadelphia into her family home where she lives with her father, mother and two sisters. Well, her father's a tyrant Mm -hmm. and he is uh, he's he's known throughout the neighborhood as being a very violent individual. Um, He's known for abusing animals, for abusing the women in the family home. And you've got this child who ages, you know, three months through four years old, sees this behavior. And then he idolizes him. Right. And he idolizes his grandfather because it's the only male figure he knows. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, by the time he's four and his mother, we can imagine, didn't want him to be in that environment anymore. She moved him across the country from Philadelphia to Tacoma, Washington. And so she tears him away from this man that he idolizes. So, then he's you know, resentful. you wonder. 
Absolutely. Exactly. You wonder yeah. if that resentment has started there. And, um, and then she, women. And then, yeah, sorry, go, exactly. on, go on. Yeah. And then she marries very quickly once she gets there because it's very shameful to be an unwed mother in the early 50s. A and so she marries time. quickly. Unwed a, a second, second time. time. Yeah. Again. Right. Yeah, Here that. we go again. Yeah. I know. Ridiculous. And so, and then his stepfather adopts him. Um, and you know, of course this they was, have four more children. This is the guy that's actually named Bundy, the, yes. the hospital yes. cook. And that's this where he gets the name. Yes. So Bundy actually had three last names. His birth name was his mother's maiden name, Cowell. And then when they moved out to Washington, she changed their last name to Nelson mm-hmm. and then she married Bundy. So this child doesn't know his own identity by the time he's five years old. So there's a little bit, and probably he- some borderline personality going on. Like never was sure. Yeah, uh, I just want to say identity disassociated. The abusive mm-hmm. grandfather. I, I read somewhere that he used to take cats out into a field and swing them around by their tails. And I just yep. want to know what neighborhood they were living in where that was like acceptable. In like, well, that's just uh, that's just old man Cal. It's what he does on a Tuesday. It's fine. Well, he terrified the neighbors, so I'm sure they didn't go out and stop him. You <laughs> just, know, he's swinging. Yeah, he'll throw a fucking cat at you. <laughs> throw a cat you want to go out there and you want to like what? Take the John with you? Like you need to go and like mess him up with the cats? No, don't mess with that John. No, yeah. don't do it. He's gonna throw, he's gonna yeah. throw a fucking cat at you. He beats his wife, but be careful because careful. That, that cat has rabies. Was he beating his wife with, with the cats? cats? Probably. We're going to say yes. Possibly. Mm. <laughs> she, poor thing, she was extremely depressed. Um, and she had actually dealt with some electroshock therapy. So, oh, fuck. You know, it's just I, a I'm great, sure there was dysfunction there. This is the, a great serial killer soup that we have going on the oven. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yes. We've yeah. got abuse. We've got lack of bonding. We've got slight resentment towards women, which at that young age is going to be, you know, everything's bigger when you're a kid. Right. So now he's in oh, Washington. Yeah. Now, when Ted talks about his childhood, he always uh, romanticized it and said how idyllic it was. And I had, had a normal childhood. Normal childhood. Very nurturing. There was... I don't remember the source for this, but there was something recently that was new information to me that he had built these tiger traps in the woods yeah. for fun. Yeah. And then girls would mm-hmm. get very injured on them. And he was just like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was on one of the documentaries. It might have been the Ted Bundy files. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Ted Bundy Tapes. Files. Yeah. Tapes. Thank yeah. you. Um, and tiger trap. So that's a, where you've, you've dug a hole in the ground and you've, you've stuck like spikes up into the ground and then you cover it, and when someone falls in, they get stabbed with these wooden spikes. So, yeah, apparently Ooh. he was into doing that as a kid, and a little girl ripped her leg open. And I mean, Where I can't imagine. That? Where do you right. learn that? You have to. I mean, right. that's like medieval technique right there. That's like. Like defending the fort. All right, we gotta sharpen these logs, and we're gonna we're gonna yeah. stick them out this way so they can't like they can't come this way. Did some like yeah. like veteran from Korea just take him under his wing and teach him that? Like where the fuck he could have learned that in his public library. This is when kids still read books. Oh, you could just flip yeah. open a fucking encyclopedia. He could have read a yeah. book. Yeah, okay. he could have. I, I, it might have been something in Boy Scouts. He was heavily involved in Boy Scouts for a while, and he didn't um, have a compass and got lost. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He had no no sense of direction. Didn't learn it in Boy Scouts. I mean, this is a t-shirt. Ted Bundy, worst Boy Scout ever. Worst Boy Scout. That's ever. What we're going to remember about him. Is that? I just mm. <laughs> mm. so totally uh, when do we think? So there's speculation that he killed a girl in his neighborhood, but we're saying no, probably not, because 
he was he was not probably big enough to carry the body or there's just no have evidence. Oh, when he was like 14, is that what yeah. we're talking about yeah. here? Yeah, Amory Burr. Yes. Amory Burr. So Amory was an eight-year-old um, that lived in his neighborhood about four blocks away from his house. And she was a piano student of his uncle. So Connection. the uncle lived in the neighborhood. So he probably saw her going back and forth to his uncle's house. You know, he would have known her th through his paper route. He was, con you know, kids back then, they were always playing in the neighborhood and kids interacting. And Yep, on bikes. And so it's, it's, def it's almost certain that he knew her. Now, whether or not he could have gotten away with murdering a, a child at that age, you know, abducting her, and we've never found the body, I think that's highly unlikely. Whether or not he was involved with someone else, like helping an adult do it, maybe. Um, we do know that uh, whomever went into the home, so this was an abduction directly from her house, um, whoever went in there left a size like seven or eight men's um, footprints on a bench outside. Um, and it was in due. So it's not something that they could have collected as evidence very well. I think they had right. some pictures probably. Um, but, you know, that's not an adult size. You know, seven or eight is, is either a very small man, maybe a woman, but probably a younger boy mm -hmm. um, with that type of shoe. And so, you know, there are things that suggest that it could have been someone young. Was it Ted? He was never identified during the initial investigation. That was in 1961. Um, but, you know, his... The, the father of the child was later convinced that he was involved, um, you know, I, because he thought he saw him near a community college where they were building a community college. Mm -hmm. And he's convinced that he got her, some, you know, put under put her under somewhere where they put concrete. Oh, wow. That's like I mean, mafia, mafia that's style. That's the way to go. Yeah. We're, 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 we're <laughs> yeah, that is mafia style. Right. Yeah. Right. Who was he hanging so. out with? <laughs> like... Oh, I mean, where's he learning this stuff? My ex-husband ah. used to talk about that. Like he was in construction, and and sometimes you'd be you'd be like, you know, going through some concrete, you know, find a body. Now you got to do a bunch I mean, of paperwork, shut down the job site, yeah, the, the fucking paperwork. <laughs> no, I mean, it's the so paperwork. much. I mean, and it's union jobs here. Oh, that's so a week like, off. You know, it's yeah. it's too much. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm I've written a serial killer cartoon, and there's a whole scene I wrote where the cops catch these guys like blatant, like they, like hand, red handed. There's bodies and trunks. Like there's no getting away, and the cop just goes, "You know what? It's my kid's birthday tomorrow, and I don't have time for this paperwork. I never saw this. Get out." And I'm sure that shit happens. You know, bureaucracy. Yeah. Yeah. See absolutely. something, say yeah. Say yeah. I forgot uh, about it. I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, okay. So let, let's get to the juicy shit. How, I mean, we don't want to go through all of the murders because like one, there's so many and two, everybody has covered this. You know, they always do the timeline and we've, I think our listeners know a bit about Bundy. So, you know, a bit about Bundy. Little bit about Bundy. So uh, <laughs> where, wherever you want to take us from, you know, from the, the killing field times of Ted Bundy, feel free. <laughs> well, um, we can start with the fact that he confessed to killing at least 30 women. So mm -hmm. let's all just be disabused of the idea that he was innocent. He was not. And we know oh. for a fact that he killed women. He, he wasn't? Oh, 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 this yeah, changes this whole thing. Oh, so this, okay. Yeah, our, I get oh. I get that question all the time. Could Ted Bundy really have been innocent? No, no, he could not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so 
He confessed to killing at least 30 women, um, 20 of whom were identified by police. There are still outstanding victims. They, they don't know their names. Um, you know, just, just that number, you have to think, how often was he killing in order to reach 30 or more women? You know, they're saying between 74 and 75 is when those killings happen. Well, and also a few, two in um, 78, sorry, three and 78. Um, I mean, it's, it's impossible that they've gotten every single person that he's killed. I don't think no, so either. No, I, absolutely I, as, not. Yeah. You never, I mean, you know, in restaurant service, it's uh, over, under, under, over promise, un, what is it? Over promise, un, under perform, over, over over promise, under promise, under over deliver. Over that oh, one. Yeah, yeah, that way. <laughs> We're so negative over here. We're just like, shoot for the moon just and under deliver. Shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's, that's like, yeah. So what he gave us is probably like way more than that. That was just, you know, restaurant probably, logic. Yeah. Yeah, right. right. I mean, and plus, yeah. he's only going to admit to the things that he's pretty damn sure there's physical evidence for. I mean, for the most part, yes. He's not. I mean, yeah. he wasn't as smart as everyone well, thinks he was, but he wasn't stupid. Correct. Yeah, he was not a genius. Mm. No, uh, no. especially I mean, with how he got arrested. No, and <laughs> the the one thing I think is so funny is how he would, you know, he played on everyone's sympathy and kindness, and he would act like he had a broken arm or a broken leg. How mm. many like casts and crutches are sitting around at his house? Like, isn't that like a fucking telltale sign if you go on a date with this charming young Republican and he's got like 15 plasters of Paris and a bunch of crutches <laughs> sitting there and you're like, what's, is this a side business? What's going on here? You know? And oh, no, because he's been, you know, taking care of ailing family members oh, and yeah. these are just things that have just accumulated over the years and he can occasionally just recycle to another family member or friend or somebody at his church or somebody at his Republican group or something like that done that's are you killing yeah. people because that was really well i was out. actually just thinking like the, <laughs> of like how like the span of time the the years again it was what 70 74 74 through 78 technically. 74 to 78 that's so a, that's a, four years that's a college education it's got uh, well and I was doing weird math. I was trying to figure out if he killed more than I shampoo my hair in a year. Ah. That's literally where my brain went for a millisecond. I'm just like, how often is he killing in <laughs> like as opposed to your to your client list? Like, well, yeah, he only he only did two in a day that we know of at Lake Sammamish, right? That was his two for yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That that we know of. He might have just been right. caffeinated that day. May, you know, I think he was on he might have been on he did coke sometimes, right? Like he might have been on something. He d well, he most of the time it was marijuana and alcohol. Those were his favorites. What a fucking and hippie. They, yeah. What a hippie. Totally. Totally for someone so conservative who did not like liberals. Yeah. And can't even hang. Do we know what music he liked? So as far as we know, a, a lot of times it was he would name some classical music or jazz. So whatever rich people liked was pretty much what he thought he liked. So he had no personality. So, it was just what people told him. It was all a shell. Music. It was all yeah. a facade. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. I've read that there were women, that, you know, not just Liz, but that he would have that was the long term girlfriend. Uh, yes. That he had dates with women and he didn't kill them sometimes. Right. Yes. A lot why, of women. Why, why haven't any of them come forward and spoken about that experience? We'd love to know. 
So there are a few who who have through the years. I don't know why the media didn't focus on more of them. Or I think there's a sense of not wanting to ask certain people involved in the case or who were involved with him because they're afraid they're going to upset them. Um, some of the survivors I talked to had gotten that feeling from the the media and the police. They were like, I don't know why oh. people haven't asked my opinion. I think they're afraid they'll upset me. I don't know exactly. I, just, I know this is, you know, I'm I'm kind of a twisted person, but I'd really love to hear about how he was in bed. Like how, how I want to know how bad it was. Like, did he come prematurely? Did he no. ask you to play dead? Like, what? Was he just so, even get it up? So, was he just like, no, just so, lay there. Just lay there. Just lay there. Just, no, no, don't move. Don't breathe. Stop breathing. Yeah. I almost got it. Um, actually, Liz did write about some of that in her book. Um, she was always of the opinion that he was very good in bed, of course. And she said he did try to get her to pretend to be passed out while they were having sex a few times. And she didn't care for that. And I'm sure there were other girlfriends who would do it. Right. Yeah. I'm just wondering, yeah. maybe he used, he did that, that weird stuff on her. Cause you know, she's long-term she's in the can, but like the dates, maybe he was just playing sexy boy the whole time. Just like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Ego. She's the only one I've, I've read about as far as her opinion about his, what right. he was like in bed. Yeah. So if anyone you know, if any of your mothers have had sex with Ted Bundy or your mom's friends, anybody out there, if you can email us at alienmurdersex at gmail.com and we can keep you anonymous. We just want to know what the date was like and how annoying, how annoying he was. Did he make you listen to bad classical music while he cooked a fucking bad pasta? He was circumcised, right? Yeah, we need to know this stuff. So just let us know. What, what, did, he, did he request anything weird with his blowjobs? Did just, he manscape? Yeah, what's up? Alienmurdersex at gmail.com. Ask your moms. Thank you. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm trying to think of manscaping in the 70s. I don't think that was a thing. <laughs> no, Not back big, then. It was a big Bundy big bush. bush. He might have big because he wasn't rocking like a stash or anything. So. Well, he did rock a stash. Except, well, okay, yeah, true, true, true. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah that porn true. stash. Yep, the porn stash. In Pensacola, right. that's you're so right. sleazy. Mm, Pensacola and porn he, stash. Didn't, didn't now, was it in Pensacola where he fucked a child? That was the second child. Right? That was that was uh, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Uh, sorry, no, that was Lake City. No. Lake City, um, in between Tallahassee and Jacksonville. Well, it doesn't right. get any more to... trashy yeah. than Lake City. No, I don't know anything about Salt Lake City. Lake City. I don't. Yeah, Lake. I don't know. <laughs> we Mormons. Sure, sure, you're lovely. No, it's Lake Lake City in oh, Florida. Oh, Lake City in Florida. Lake City. Right. Oh, I'm over here just like. He went to Utah. He was yeah. in my whole timeline just got messed up in my brain because I was thinking about shampoo <laughs> and murder. <laughs> you oh, see man. what happened there? Because like the other thing I'm thinking in my head is like, I could just choke somebody out at the bowl. So you guys want to be careful. You talk to Adrian when you're getting your tip hair done. Well, tip well, visit me. <laughs> Give your hair a kiss.com. If you find yourself in the local New York City area, you can book your hair appointment with me. They call me kiss. See me at the kissing booth. Yes. Come and check me out. <clears throat> yeah. So he fucked a child. Two, <laughs> two children. Two. two child. He fucked two childs. Two childs. Two childs. Two 12-year-olds. Yes. Not cool. No. And that to me is enough to go, why are people still fetishizing him? Because why are people still like, oh my God, Bundy? What is like, yo, he's a fucking pedophile though. Yes. And as somebody, why are you into that? somebody that used to masturbate about getting choked out by Bundy, I admit it, that wasn't like spread enough in the media. So let me just say that. Now I know. Little girls, little girls, little girls, little girls, little girls. Little girls. He fucked and killed two 12-year-olds. And, uh, 
Yeah. So, I mean, I have a lot of shame now. So, imagine how Bundy felt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's he didn't, get he didn't, some perspective on it, please. He didn't feel anything. He felt nothing. Yeah. He felt no guilt. None at all. Oh, my God. What is the mm-hmm. rationalization there? Like, the like I wanted it, so I deserve it? Like, that's it? Well, as any narcissist would, you know, what? yeah, whatever I want, I take. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. But and- how do you... How do you- what makes it go further to that? Like what? I don't. I don't understand like, enough is, about like a sociopath like mine to just be like, how do you go from killing like the same cookie cutter woman over and over to be like, but that kid though, like yeah, what happened? So I, I can kind of explain what happened with Florida. That was at a point in which he had escaped from prison. He hadn't mm-hmm. had any uh, murder for a while. He hadn't had his fix. And so when he went to Florida, he was extremely disorganized, which was very unlike his so previous crimes. Murder kept him organized. <laughs> keep going, Organization keep keeps murder going. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, I mean, the with him being so OCD about everything in his life, if he could control everything in his life, that was the way he was also murdering people. But when he was out of control, he he actually became a lot more animalistic he knew when he was looking for a child, he knew what age group he was looking for at that time. And he didn't want someone who was going to fight back. He didn't want someone who was going to confront him. He wanted someone that was easy. Yeah. And he actually tried to abduct a 14 year old in Jacksonville the day before he abducted the 12 year old. So he knew he was looking for that age group. Well, so 14 year old fought back. Her, actually her brother showed up. Oh, um, yeah, he he showed he drove up to pick her up um, and ran Bundy off. He actually followed Bundy for a while and gave the police the uh, license tag for the van that he'd stolen. See, why isn't that shit in any of the yeah. movies? Like, why isn't that bro to the rescue? Yeah, good brother. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. I bet I bet they're super close these days. That brother and sister. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He saved her life. So you know, they've gone to work functions together and she's got smashed and been like, he saved me for Ted Bundy. Did I tell you guys that? Like, it's like a whole That's thing. Like nobody buys it. Yeah. Life. Everyone's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You, you weren't yeah. on the documentary. Well, and let me just also say this. So his girl, his girlfriend, Liz did write a book. Um, it has been reproduced. Um, it's actually been reprinted with a chapter from her daughter. So while he was dating the young woman, um, the daughter was between ages three and 10 years old. Oh, yeah. So they, they dated for about seven years. And she alleges that at least once when she was seven, that he was sexually inappropriate with her. So seven clearly wasn't uh, too young for him either. Wow. He was just looking for yeah. a hot pocket. He was just looking for a hole mm-hmm. that was attached to yes. anything assigned female that he could yes. control. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This sucks for Liz. Like, man. Totally. Oh, my God. The Phantom she Prince. She has no idea. Is the book for everyone. Phantom Prince. I, I think there's a free download online if you want to read it. It's a fun read. It's very interesting. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you okay, Adrian? Yeah, I was just... <laughs> I just had one of those moments. Like, I, uh, I was talking to my neighbor because, like, I was super excited about, about having this podcast. And, um... I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're going to talk about Ted Bundy. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I get into some true crime and some serial killers and I get really obsessed, you know, ever since my sister, you know, was abducted. And I was like, 
What? You know, just kind of, but she was like still like talking kind of <laughs> optimistically. And I, and she was like, this was, you know, back in the 80s. And I was like, just my dumbass. Because <laughs> how long was she abducted for? And she's like, well, he was a serial killer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I feel like this is the serial killer equivalent to, oh, when are you due? Oh yeah, you know? oh and no! It just, like just the whole girl that like, yeah, I mean the documented just made me like go there. Wow, I am somewhere today. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Okay. 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 How long was she abducted for? Well, he was a serial killer. Oh, that yeah. nice. Someone with name recognition. Amazing. <laughs> In Florida. Incredible. Who? Florida and serial killers. Oh my Love that. It. Well, the Sunshine State and the Sunshine Law. Yeah. So we know everything. But. Yeah. uh so he he possibly there was a little bit of maybe some molestation action with Liz's okay. kid, mm-hmm. um, yeah. who, who I saw in a documentary and she's like super hot. She has she has great hair, she's gorgeous, amazing yeah. blonde blunt cut, looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. Side yes. part like she's like safe forever. She didn't do down the middle, did she? Mm-hmm. Did she? No, she didn't. I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like everything you're like total opposite. Yes, yes. Okay, girl, get bangs. Cool. Shave yeah. half of it off. Stay safe. Blonde. Yep. Yeah. Hey, yeah, guys, hair dark. the whole thing with Bundy was hair parted down the middle is what he kept going for over and mm-hmm. over again. Uh, yes. You know, couldn't keep a job. The guy was unemployed. He's in, you know, anyway, where do we want to start from? Uh, you want to do like... Where, what, what timeline do we want to hop onto? Utah? I'm ready Florida. to go anywhere. Oh, you want to talk well, about... Uh, so- I did do a a presentation recently at a convention in Illinois about how mobile he was, about how many different states he killed in. And he worked with um, the police and he worked um, with the government, the local government in Seattle on a a pamphlet teaching women how to avoid rape. He did that. Yes. I think this is an order for, uh, I mean, just the audacity. The, the audacity. audacity. Well, he was an expert. Yeah. Well, these are the things that would surely deter me. Yeah. Do you, think, yeah. do you think he was actually giving any helpful information or was it all just trying to teach people how to be raped better? For it was him. probably just generic information. I mean, <laughs> I can't see him trying to get people not to be raped by him. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get your self-defense class, Ted Bundy? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, are you gonna let me in the car or not? <laughs> right. <laughs> he told me to carry a crowbar. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Weird. Like, he also told me to carry duct tape and a ski mask. He told me that I could use those for my defense. Great. Great I advice. That, I love that there are props involved. Yeah, he's a pre. He was a prop. <laughs> Prop, he was a prop guy, a prop comic, prop yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. So, That's- so regarding his mobility, something that that we were talking about, how he was not great with directions. Um, <laughs> when my partner he was and I always driving, never. Yeah, yeah. But he was terrible <laughs> with directions, and he's and drunk, so and he's drunk half the time. He was only drinking. Yeah, he was definitely smoking weed in his car. <laughs> so this asshole so when. When we mapped out where he was driving, like he would drive from Salt Lake City to, um, I believe it was Idaho. Boise. Oh, no, I- Colorado. Colorado. Oh. Okay. And so it was like he would stay completely on the highway and get right off the highway to kill. It was like he would never take any back roads. He would never, you know, even in areas that he knew really well. He was always on a main highway that you could follow on a map. 
and it's just like straight shots. Wow. Two exits past the truck stop diner and the McDonald's, and that's where I like to kill. That's where it's good. (laughs) There's a sign even that says exit. Yeah, easy to find. I can take a shower afterward at the truck stop. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, You know, and you'd think the cops would have been able to put things together a little easier if they had spoken to each other in different jurisdictions. Yes. Men communicate with each other. <laughs> not, not in this time. <laughs> with invisible lines between them. <laughs> so I know, like, uh, big... I'm just assuming that no, all of the sheriffs and whatever talk. involved were no, men. Most of them, yes. Big, big, big picture. I know that that was a thing because all these cops have egos in their jurisdictions and they don't want to share information with the neighboring state because then they don't get the credit if something they get something. I can't tell you that because then you'll catch them. I gotta catch them. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to have my picture in the paper today. <laughs> and that attitude is why Bundy got away with it for so long, right? We think that had a lot that had to yeah, that had something to do with it and I also think the police just did not have very good ways to communicate, so it was either by the phone or by fax if you had a fax in your department. Phones so, weren't good enough. Phones were not good enough. And good enough. And then the Vicap system hadn't been created yet. No. No. And th- was so, this like a big, like one of the things that really spurred that creation once they realized like, hey, we haven't been sharing information and he's been in all these neighboring states and whoops. Yes. Oops. Yes. <laughs> what? You knew that? Ouch. Why mm. didn't you tell? Oh, shit. You and your secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Just killing women yeah. with your secrets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there were actually what's known as the Aspen Summit. There were um, police from Washington State, Utah and Colorado that all met in Aspen in order to discuss the crimes. And they they already suspected him at the time. Um, And so, you know, being able to share that information, even though he they they essentially gave him so much time to get away with all this stuff. I guess they decided, well, let's go ahead and talk to each other. So finally, um, the men are talking. Finally. What was it like being a fly yeah. on the wall at that summit? It must have been like an AA meeting. A bunch of men in suits in a circle, <laughs> sitting silently. Who started? Were they just like, <sighs> yeah, uh, I would have told you if I had known that, you know, but how was I supposed to know? And it's just a bunch of men and their feelings, you mm. know? And they probably, at the end, they probably all got drunk together. You know that there was yeah. a fucking... Was there not just like a brunette center part officer they could have just put out on the beat <laughs> as, like bait. S- just baited him you're gonna bait him no they all the the one female cop had like farah hair i think like yeah they, yeah they had wigs yeah, in the 70s yeah, they, had, they had hair dye you could have cracked this case adrian if you'd been a consultant to the department as a hairdresser Why aren't we baiting him? Well, we don't have a time machine, so that's why. No, no. <laughs> yeah. And there I weren't mean, any women in charge of these. I mean, there was a, a female officer that was helping, but she was not in charge. So and I'll say on behalf yeah. of women everywhere, we know that if we had as much information as we do now about Bundy, we couldn't help but just catfish the fuck out of that guy. Oh, oh my God. Oh, so <laughs> I would straight up just make friends with like every Volkswagen part reseller junkyard motherfucker like <laughs> clear across the country like hey Jim Bob yep oh you sold another tan 
V-Dub Hood? Yeah? All right, give me the guy's name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Easy. Easy. But I, mean, I, would... I mean, if you just track car parts... Get like a hot a hot girl with a part that's like also super strong and wrestles MMA on their spare time and get like she's <laughs> wouldn't she have been his type though she would have been too no you got to get like a Ronda Rousey type you know one that mm. it's not too and you could put mm. her in and put her in clothes you know maybe even just give put her, her in clothes like don't make her <laughs> naked don't put her out there naked because that's just not okay just like you know like like the, you know sexy clothes like per- business casual sexy and then give her a strap on just like for cherry on the top at the very end for Bundy. I wonder if like if you had just like slid a finger in his ass like while he's trying to rape you if that would have just shut him down. Would that have saved? No, that wouldn't save anybody. He'd just kill you faster. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that would have been like a He liked him dead. Was there was man. a lot of necrophilia with Bundy. No one talks about that in the media enough either. Like he he True. literally would go and dig them up on Taylor Mountain and like fuck them until I guess they smelled too bad and I, I worked in a morgue and they smell mm-hmm. bad after a day so it wasn't a smell thing it was their he, their body was too decomposed at that point well I mean it's got there more no, holes no, but... no tightness anymore yeah the well, muscles you, are just giving you up you can make your own hole I mean if he w- was creative enough but I guess he needed you know the he traditional like, like cut off a titty fuck the hole he's a traditional man he needed traditional holes so you know now do you think he had missionary sex with the corpses or do you think he spiced it up? Do you think he picked up... Pe- <laughs> this is our show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my squirrely brain like, all right, yeah. but if you're fucking a corpse, do you just like hop on top of it in like Probably. missionary position? Like you can't move it around it's, too much. You're not right? doing reverse cowgirl with a rotting torso. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he ever... I don't know if he ever w- did any of that. Now he did wash the bodies sometimes. Oh, um, that's some of them nice. he actually took home with him first and did their hair and put nail polish on them. They found bodies <laughs> wearing polish that they did not. But, like their families were like, she never would have worn that color. I am. <sighs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot into it. There's a lot to unpack there. Get yourself a man like Bundy. I mean, he can do hair and nails. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen my nails? My hair dye mechanics hands? No sense of direction, but he could yeah, do a top coat. If my husband painted my nails, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I'd be dead. I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he shampooed, shampooed their hair oh. and like. Yes. I just. I wonder if he even used conditioner if he knew what he was doing but you have to if it's been dehydrated by like being in the ground you're not gonna get your hands through that it's all knotted and it's, i don't it's think you know you need a little like deep conditioning well no i'm sure he cares do you think he took lube or was he using corpse juice as lube you know i don't know <laughs> was lube really really something people used a lot in the 70s i mean there was maybe astro- you just brought like a jar of mayonnaise there was astroglide vaseline yeah, Vaseline. Vaseline. Probably, I Vaseline. don't know why I jumped to mayonnaise first. Like, <laughs> this white dude over here with his jar of mayonnaise fucking corpses while he deep conditions their hair. That um, That's some smells. I'm getting a bouquet right now. <laughs> like, holy well, shit. Well, that would help, like, mask some of the smells if you're doing, like, a nice treatment. With mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just for the, oh, the down yonder. For the fucking... Uh, I also mayonnaise on the recipe first. (laughs) Who am I? Who are you? (laughs) We're alien murder sex and you are disgusting for listening. We love you. Love you. So 
uh, I read once, I don't know how true this is, that he actually took, he decapitated some bodies and took some heads home, and that he actually kept heads in his closet at one time to, to, to perform oral sex with, to fuck some heads. Skull fuck. So Skull that's, fuck. that's one of the theories. Um, I believe that the FBI or the police thought that he was taking them home, and the reason they thought that is that they found the bodies on Taylor Mountain separate from the heads. Some of the heads they didn't find. Um, so the theory was by the police, he left the bodies there and took the heads with them. Um, I've recently heard a different theory, which is animal activity may have moved some of the heads. Sure. Or yeah. the body parts further away through time. Um, may, maybe like a rain. I don't think like fucking raccoons. going to wash away a head. And or foxes are going to, I don't. Not necessarily. They, they would have found it somewhere down rain, down I Possibly. like to think he was or taking buried them. Why would you bury the head separate? It's not like it's a venomous snake. Maybe what? they were deadites. <laughs> you never Sorry, know. That's... I mean, he buried some bodies. bodies. He admitted yeah. to burying some bodies. And that's probably some of the people that were not found. So Now, DNA wasn't a thing yet, really. So he wasn't probably thinking, oh, I came in this head. They're going to find my DNA. Right. It wasn't, that wasn't right. the thought process. No. Huh. I just... I just have this image of Ted Bundy with some heads in his closet that he takes out when he's lonely on a rainy day. Not the freezer, though. I don't, I don't know. You Maybe. think he put them in the fridge or freezer, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. But remember, okay. he, was, he was in these little rooming houses, so he had a room to himself, not like right. a whole apartment. So yeah. maybe like a small, like, college dorm style his maybe it's like fridge. in the closet in like a, a cooler yeah. like a foam cooler yeah. or something. He had his head in like a frat boy beer fridge is where he kept them. And then he would jack off into someone's head and put it back and be like, see you later. Don't get smelly. Like <laughs> he wouldn't be the first and he wouldn't be the last to do that. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah. you do. And then right about Taylor mountain were, I don't, where was his, were his ashes spread on Taylor mountain? Is yes. that where Caroline Boone? So he no, no, I was out that it. way. She didn't oh. do it. Who did it? Uh, his family would have done that. No, she abandoned him when he started confessing. I don't, she I don't... ain't a ride or die. <laughs> nope. She was she like, believed, oh. She believed okay. he was innocent wholeheartedly. Right. And yeah. tell us about the marriage proposal. Ooh, yes. <laughs> well, that was... So, apparently, Carol Boone, um, who was someone he knew from his, his um, years in Washington State, she moved down to Florida while he was on trial um, for the three murders. So it was two separate trials. Um, and she, and he decided that they were going to get married and the court said, no, you're not because he's on trial and he'd already been convicted of two murders in the first trial. He was going up for the second trial. This was for the 12 year old. And he actually found a loophole in Florida law that stated, if you declare in court that you're married, your intentions to be married. So I, I think they had to say, he had to say, I want to marry you. She had to say, I want to marry you. And then he was supposed to declare it in court and say, then I do therefore declare we're married, something along those lines. Um, she got on the stand um, when it was time for the defense to present their evidence after the prosecution had finished. And she was character witness. That was the idea behind her being up there. And he did the declaration and he did it wrong the first time. So he did ask her, but he phrased it wrong. So when he sat down, his attorney said, nope, you didn't say that right. And so he had to wait for her to be um, 
questioned by the prosecution on redirect and then, or cross it's not redirect, it's cross-examination. And then his redirect, he went and corrected it and it, he did it right. And so the authorities, the attorneys believed he was doing that as like a, a way to say to the jury, you know, certainly you wouldn't convict me on my wedding day. Oh, um, God. But it's also like now your wife can't yeah. testify you against you in court. Right. But I mean, she wouldn't have. She what, wouldn't a, have. what a happy day for Carol. She was so obsessed with him. And she was just like, oh, yes. Good for her. Good Looking for her living her best life in court. And all those groupies in the courtroom were probably just so fucking devastated. Like, <laughs> well, in the second trial, he, he didn't have nearly as many people there. His parents weren't there. You know, it was pretty much Carol was the main family member there. You know, as far as final as, girl or someone who was close to him. She yeah. was the final girl. She was the final girl that lived. Yeah, she was the that final lived. girl of this story. Like mm-hmm. in the girl in the horror movie that makes it to the end. Right. <sighs> yeah. I prefer a bloodbath to a wedding proposal. Just, That's just us. Not my kind of not my kind of final girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? So we talked about the pedophilia. We talked about the necrophilia, and I'm always open to talk about more about those things. Any philias. Any philias. But if there's yeah. anything, you know, that you wish people knew more about Bundy that was covered more? Um, People don't talk a lot about his thefts. They don't talk a lot about his obsession with socks. There are all oh. these little details about yes. him that are fascinating. So he was, compl- you know, the OCD thing with him was very strong. And so he constantly had to change his socks. Um, he How always often wanted- did he change his socks in a day? <laughs> Three to four times a day. Three oh four my times God. A day. You're in the middle of like dismembering, a- he had- we're burying a body or so you've got a body in the trunk. You're like, I have to pull over and change my socks. I have to do this right now. Yo, this is like yeah. something my dad has been like drilling into my head, honestly, my entire life. And he still does it. Like that is a like military training thing. Like, Every time you stop, you change your socks. Really? Yeah. That just seems. It very... just keeps your feet healthy when you're yeah. when you're on like the long. Yeah. You're like downfield and shit, and you're like doing exercise. But if you got a body in your truck, maybe that's not a good thing to stop and do. Do you really want foot fungus and a fucking murder conviction? No, mm. not together. Mm-mm. Not together. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That's that. He was to the point where he he was constantly using odor readers. Apparently, he was very embarrassed by foot smell. Not a um, foot guy. Not a foot guy. No, definitely not drinking enough water <laughs> or something. Yeah, he. Uh, but yeah, he. That was actually part of how police were able to track him when he was traveling, especially in Colorado. They could find these uh, receipts where he was buying socks and he was buying gas constantly. Socks because he was. Socks and gas. Put socks. Put fucking Bundy away. His fucking yeah. problem yeah, with help. socks. This is hilarious. Yeah. Why isn't this in the Zac Efron movie? That's hilarious. Great they should have. Haynes could have sponsored it. My stock would have gone up. Dude, Fruit and Loom yeah. should have had like a whole thing. Got to get these fucking socks. The cops murder are... socks. That's another receipt for socks, officer. What are we gonna do now? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. a fucking gotcha moment. Like right. socks again, sir. <laughs> I think we got yep. this guy dead to rights. We got more fruit of the looms. Why is this? Exactly. Oh my god! There's so much comedy that people have been missing. Wow. Oh my god. And yeah. what, what about the theft? So what are the kinds of things that uh, Klepto Teddy Boy would would swipe? 
He liked things that made him look like he had money. So he was stealing plants. Loser. You know, he was stealing, um, yeah, just, I mean, any, like, clothes. Like house plants? Shoes. Like, yeah, like, like large, house plants. I, didn't he steal, like, like he a, would, like, steal somebody's fucking fern? Like a giant, tall house plant that he had to, like, put in a convertible at one point or something? Yes, and this was from stores, not from people's <laughs> homes. So he was, he was actually very accomplished theft, uh, thief. Wow. So Confidently just, yeah. just walk out with, like, an entire holly bush, just like. <laughs> well, actually, he did. Yes. And that, wait, was it a holly bush? That. I don't know if it was that kind of <laughs> plant. <but> so <laughs> I have. I did admit to that. When I, when I was on drugs, like, 15 years ago, 16 years ago, I used to steal vacuum cleaners and pawn them. I'd get $300 a vacuum cleaner. And I used to just walk out of stores holding giant vacuum cleaners because everyone thinks, oh, she looks confident. <laughs> it's too big to steal. Obviously, she bought that. Obviously. Obviously. And then you just, yeah, get on the bus and get the fuck out and go to the pawn shop. Yep. Quiet. Yep. So it's just all about, like, in plain sight, confidence. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So, and, okay. and Ted, Ted was never convicted as an adult for any thefts. He was caught um, for... I believe it was Grand Theft Auto and another um, theft when he was a child. Um, and then it was wiped from his record when he became an adult. So well, he that was didn't, a very did, accomplished thief. Didn't help him out any. No, no. <laughs> he had that clean record. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn it. You had a chance, Ted. <laughs> you got to start it over right then and there. Start it over. But um, he never thought he'd be caught. And when I spoke to the sheriff of Leon County, this was in Florida, who took him into custody after his final arrest in Florida, he said, I don't think that Ted ever thought he would hear the words, the citizens of such and such county charge you with whatever, you know, he was being charged with, of course, for murder in this sense. But yeah, he, he said that he, he sensed with Ted that he just thought he'd always get away with these crimes he was being arrested for. That's how narcissistic and psychopathic he really was. Typical narcissist. No nope, one can touch me. Murder, no problem. My reality. Change my yep. socks on the way home. It's, it's just another yep. Tuesday. It's the only reality yep. that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I read something interesting. He said once that uh, he looked at everybody in America as being anonymous or, or something like like people... <laughs> Do you understand? You remember this quote? Yeah. 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 It, it had to do with the fact that he didn't think that other people really paid attention to um, each other. So when he would kidnap someone, abduct a woman and, and kill her, he didn't really understand why the, pa the family was, was upset, why they even noticed that they were missing. It was just like he could not grasp how families worked and how, you know, people felt connected to one another um, and how they, of course, do notice. That's a huge red flag for this lack of empathy. He just didn't, he just mm -hmm. didn't have it. It was like, a, he was like no. a disability. He just didn't have that in his head. Wow. So he just looked at everyone as being kind of, uh, what do we call them? NPCs? NPCs, non-playable characters. Everyone's a non-playable character. And that's just how and he, he was the only hero in the story. That's how he walked through life. Now, imagine if, if yeah. Ted Bundy was killing today, Social media, cell phones everywhere. That really puts a fucking like cramp in his. But he style. still just looks like generic white dude. Yeah. So it's fine. He could be on cameras literally <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, things are getting better. I mean, I think a little bit. There's we. There are less. Would you say that there's less serial killers today? Like, well, I think I don't know. Well, you're going in the right direction. I think they're getting caught earlier. Yeah. And it's because our science is better. 
Yeah, and cameras everywhere. I think that helps. Yes, and cameras everywhere. Everyone's always on social media updating what they're doing, where they are. Everyone's talking all the time on their phones. Like people, you know, people know where people are. So, and also your yeah. phone pings all the time. So you've got now we've got cell phone tower data, and like it's really hard. If you want to go missing, it's difficult. I kind of feel yeah. like this should be a challenge. I, <laughs> it, I this is going to be an upcoming episode. I'm going to disappear. Okay. I might reappear. <laughs> Let's see if I can like disappear for 24, 48 hours. Well, I don't know. I can't get a search warrant to search your phone for the phone data for the ping. Like that's actually hard to get. So mm-hmm. actually, like we're gonna work this out. I'm gonna work this whole thing out. I'm gonna yeah. see if I can disappear in New York. There's the I'm I'm I just got really into the Delphi murders and like they're trying to get search warrants yeah. to get the girls' phones pings and like they can't get them and it's infuriating. Why can't they get them? What is the? It's it's a it's actually when privacy laws are working right. Is that what, what's going on? It's like our privacy law. I think, act. yeah, I think it has to do something with, with the privacy. Yeah, but, but it's phones. like the NSA can just like do whatever, but the time we need it to like solve a murder, they're like, no, that's your private information, ma'am. <laughs> like, right. Fuck! Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. We, you know, we, we can do a little bit more time if you want to talk about Bundy, if you're, if you're good with that. I can yeah. talk about Bundy all day. So, Ooh, I love shoot. it. Shoot. I love it. Love yeah. It, love yeah. It, love it, love um, it. So, go yeah. for it. Yeah, I mean, I want to cover the, uh, you know, when he went in berserker mode in Florida and did the, the Chi Omega and... Um, oh, the sorority house. Yeah, the yeah. sorority house. Yeah, like, let's, let's go yeah. to his... Let's, let's go talk to his, about it. Let's go to his Super Bowl. Oh, the Florida Bowl. Let's go. <laughs> it's homecoming Ted Bundy. Well, so, you have to remember when... Go ahead. You had a question. Oh, no. I mean, I was just going to... I was going to say something terrible of them not locking their doors, but you go ahead first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. So you have to remember at this point, this was after Bundy escaped the second time from Colorado. He had not been able to murder anybody for a couple of years. Um, He gets to Florida all the while thinking, you know what? I'm going to just lay low. I'm going to not commit any murders ever again. And in the 70s, it it might have been feasible that he could have taken another identity and just, you know, lived wherever, lived somewhere else and not been caught, at least for a long time. And it it took him about a week of trying to figure out how to make money, um, trying to figure out how to get a job, which he wasn't able to do without an identity. So Um, so he started. He he started stealing credit cards. I was going to say he couldn't just sell socks or like steal shit like. He's not a very... He stole something. Yeah, he stole some material things, but mostly it was he was stealing credit cards. And that comes in to play later um, once he's arrested. But he had been stalking a young woman. Of course, he couldn't stop. So he, little by little, he was <laughs> like, you know what? Stop. If I just stalk her, we're good. You know, I don't have to kill her. <laughs> I'm not going to kill her. So, I'm just going to rape her. I'm not going to kill her. Just I'm just going to rape her. <laughs> Right, right. So he'd been stalking a young woman who lived near the uh, Florida State University in Tallahassee. And he um, had actually noted, this was in a duplex, he noted that she and her two neighbors next door in the duplex used to keep their uh, keys above the door because all three of them were friends and they would go back and forth between each other's apartments. So if they had the key above the door, they could just grab it. You know, it's college students. Why did they, they just have copy of each other's keys? Right. Uh, who knows? Who it knows? Was the, it was the 70s. It was the 70s, what? right? Yeah. It's, it's what, I mean, two I'm more sure. keys to put on your... I'm sure they never thought this would happen. You know, things were so different then. 
And so they believe that he actually saw this while he was stalking. Um, her name was Cheryl. And he, when they were gone, went into Cheryl's apartment with that key and unlocked her kitchen window. So at that point, um, he was kind of realizing, okay, I've, I'm going to have to kill her. I'm going to have to. I've, when I've when just, do you, I'm I already have, here. I, I'm here. Already I here. Have, have to kill yeah. her. I'm sure that he built up to it and he thought, you know, okay, Wait, if I, I just do one, right? Just, <laughs> just one and I'm, and I'm do done. It's a get out of thing. I'm like, not going to buy another pack. I'll, I'll just have one drink. It's cool. Oh, I've already had three. Why can't I have five? I've already had five. Do you really yeah. quick? It just flashed in yeah. my head. Cause I have fucking severe ADD. Do you think he ever masturbated into socks? Like was, do you think that was no like, question? <laughs> no question. <laughs> I'm sure he was doing that. Somebody in the, so many. in the cereal. Yeah, he's going through so many socks. Like that, <laughs> That's why he changed them so often. It. Just just yep. stopping in his beetle, jerking off to fucking dead bodies and socks. Like, oh, he like, socks. didn't even wear underwear. He just did like the red hot chili peppers <laughs> dig like all the time. He just socks. had a sock on his cock. Sock on his cock. Sock on Bundy's cock. Oh. Ted Bundy's sock cock. Now, the thing is in serial killer merch, why is there not a, a somebody selling socks that are like Bundy? <laughs> Missed opportunity. Shut up, cash cow. We're gonna do it. We're gonna have the bunny. <laughs> tattoos. Exactly. Tattoos. Exactly. Will you buy some Ooh. tattoos? <laughs> we'll give. We'll give. We'll give them to you. We'll They'll have little Volkswagen Beetles on the sides. Yeah. Right? We'll 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 figure out some good Ted socks and we will send you a free pair. <laughs> Great. Yeah, thanks. And we don't just expect you to. Wanted. We don't want you to masturbate into them, but just you know, no. but we're, we don't not I, want you to masturbate <laughs> into them. We like you. Either. I won't be thinking about Ted if that's happening. Yeah, we know. <laughs> no, we know. We know. We know. Yeah. But, okay, so, so back. He, so, yeah. So, back to, her. Back so to well, was, now I have to kill her. I'm in her home. I got to kill her. Right. I'm here. Right. So I'm here. I have to. He actually planned to do it. He loved, he loved going out killing about two and three in the morning. That was his time, right? Mm. So he decided he was going to do it one night. And he went to her house and there was a car that was broken down outside and there were some frat boys that were trying to, you know, fix the car. So of course he's furious. He really wanted to <laughs> How dare these night. men like they, they can fix, they? they can fix things? These guys. Exactly. <laughs> How dare they break down? <laughs> I could become so. friends with them, but I'd rather just keep killing women. Yeah. Yep. He just yep. needed some male role models. <laughs> he he could have done so, some male so. bonding, like actually gotten that bug, like fixed, pristine shape. Yeah. You know, mm. what are you going to do? So he's furious. He, he regroups and he figures, okay, you know what? There's a new nightclub that's just open. It was called Sherrod's. Um, and it was right next to the Chi Omega sorority house. Mm. So he goes, yeah. Now you got to remember Ted's in his thirties by now. He does not look like a college student. So he goes to this dance club and it's it's nobody wants to dance with him because I'm sure he looks keyed up and manic <laughs> and old, blaring wide eyes, five o'clock shadow, yep. in oily yep. hair. He's like staring yep. at the girls, like, "Hey, hey, you want to dance? What's going on? Hey, right. ladies, look at me. Exactly, got, uh, looks good." And you're like, "Like, what is that guy on the bad coke we heard about? Because he looks like he's on right. the bad." Your dad? Yeah, was who's that guy? <laughs> Someone that? actually described him as looking like an ex-con that night. So he probably looked pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. But he's so, still talking like he's got game. He's still 
Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he thought he could pull it off. See, why wasn't so this anyway. in the Zac Efron movie? Him fumbling around looking like an asshole, like <laughs> trying to talk to women when he looked like he was on a fucking bed. Because that was probably actually happening out by the trailers. Oh, you mean on the movie set? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> No, it's Quite a whole. Possibly. Yeah, we took the whole. Zach Efron had a problem with coke and blah blah blah. Absolutely, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. We don't really. We're not actually. Know, maybe I don't. We don't want to know the guy. We don't want to get sued. We're not actually saying anything bad about Zach Efron. Okay, cleared that up. Go on. Fair enough. All right, <laughs> but he sucks. So, so he leaves the bar and he's still frustrated. Well, whether or not he had been actually watching the sorority house in the past, nobody's really sure. But he sees that one of the doors doesn't seem to be closing all the way, locking when people go in and out. So he decides he's going to go up and kill as many people in that sorority house as he can. Um, you know, two and three o'clock in the morning, everybody's asleep. Um, he does actually manage to murder two young women there. And he goes into the room of another two women and they are attacked, but he's interrupted because someone actually drives up to the sorority house and the light from the car just brightens the room because their curtains are open. So he thinks he's been seen, he runs away. And then he goes back down the road to the original woman that he was stalking, the car's gone, and he goes and attacks her. Luckily he's thwarted when her roommates, uh, her roommates, her next door neighbors hear her moaning mm -hmm. and they don't know what's going on. They actually had a code. If we call your room or your apartment when you're there and you don't answer, we're gonna call the police. So that's she, what happened. She didn't she, answer. Was she the dancer that lost her equilibrium? Yes. It's very, yes. That's very sad. Cheryl. Yes. Aww. She did become a dance instructor. So at least she got to work in that field. But um, yeah, he, he shattered so many lives, not just the women that he killed and, and attacked. It was their families and friends. And I'd know. like to hear more about, you know, in the media about survivors and, and how he affected their lives. Like, you right. know, killing someone is terrible, yes. but then someone that, lives and has terrible it just drags through their whole life and and you know shatters dreams like you said like and you will always be associated as like oh yeah you're the one ted bundy yeah didn't kill right right oh like i'm not good enough <laughs> like i lived bitch. Yeah. I li so uh, yeah. exactly so actually two of the survivors the two um Chi Omega sorority sisters that room together. They're a part of my book that's coming out, hopefully by the end of the year. Um, and just kind of sharing part of their stories um, about how that affected their lives and how they were able to move on. Um, and one of the survivors, one of the two is actually writing her own book. So she's kind of got, you know, her whole life story. And um, luckily we will be hearing more about those, those stories from them. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. We can't wait yeah. for your book. We yeah. cannot wait. What yeah. was it? Say, give me the title again for everybody. Ted Bundy, Murder, uh, uh, Memories of the Beast. Memories of the Beast. Memories of the Beast. It sounds yes. like a good Meatloaf album. Like <laughs> Memories of the Beast. No, that's the next Iron Maiden tour. Is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> I bet you believe me. <laughs> Memories. Right now is part two, <laughs> Legacy of the Beast. Memories of the Beast. Memories of the Beast. It's awesome. Uh, you didn't intend for it to be metal, but it is. So I, I think it's metal totally as is. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So the, the concept was uh, my co-author, Fabian Richard, Richard and I um, actually put together um, 20 people that were involved in the Bundy saga or had told part of his story as someone um, involved in a, a play um, 
because Fabian had actually written a play in French about um, Bundy. Wow. So we actually, Whoa. yeah, yeah. So, I, and I'm not sure if he's having that translated, um, but yeah, please, he's, please. he's already kind of. Please. I want to do a table read of this so bad. Yeah, could we? Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> I will have to see if he can uh, give us some more information about what he's doing there. Yeah. Um, but as far as the book, we did get 20 people involved in the saga to take a picture of that time in their lives and how Bundy affected them and kind of explain to us what that picture meant to them. So we've got people that were involved with the police. We've got um, one, uh, two of the attorneys that prosecuted him. We've got, of course, two of the survivors. Um, one was the young woman who saved the young, the dancer. She actually called the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got several other people who were just directly involved in the case. And it, it was just so interesting to interview these individuals and kind of hear some of the information for the first time. Um, the young woman that lived next door to the surviving victim had never been interviewed before. Um, wow, for really? Yeah. And what so the... the Right. Now she'd been interviewed on television, but she had not actually been asked about Nobody her role. Nobody sat down pen to paper wow. with her. Wow. No. That no. Is... And it's like, it's like, why, why would you not want to reach out to as many people as you could? Yeah. And this was just like, I reached out to her on Facebook. And it was that know? easy. Like what it was that fuck? easy. And she was so, she was very easy to interview and she had so much great information. And it's like she, that part of the story was missing. You know, and absolutely, and people just overlooked it. It was, it, it really was incredible to talk with her. So, twenty interviews you got together for for this book, yes. Mm-hmm. How yes. long did that take to get? Like, what it, what is the time frame on getting this book together? How long did it take to get these people to tell you their stories? So, it took about as far as kind of getting everybody to give their information. And some people wanted to kind of write their own story. So we would send them questions, but most of the people did want to have um, conversations. Um, It took about a year to kind of line everything up and get it all worked out. And then of course my co-author and I wrote everything out. um, And I always made sure that the person that whose story I was telling had final say on their story as well. So we made sure that they read it, they were okay with it. And then he translated everything that I had written up into French. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of kind of translated things out of French to English. And then I Americanized them, mm-hmm. if you will. So we, we kind of had a, a lot to do there. Um, and then it's taken a while. The publisher has had it for a while once it's been edited. And so we're just waiting to hear back from the publisher right now. But that's Very been exciting. about... That's awesome. By the time it's out, maybe two years. Two years? That's wow. total. Yeah. We're, yeah. We'll have you, we'll have so, you back like, when I mean, the book comes out. I mean, getting together 20 interviews right. to put this together and then, you know, transcribing it back and forth. That's like, a lot. Oh, yeah. In it's two years. No, that is impressive. Yeah. Well Thank fucking you. done. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And it's Thank already you. like sitting with the publishers. Yeah. Yes. You, you got a manuscript oh, out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Killing yeah, it. We're killing very it. Excited. Call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, absolutely. I'm just trying to write a memoir about working in the morgue and like, that's just one person, Ooh. one person involved. And it's taken yeah. me like over a year just cause I, my fucking day job takes so much of my time. But like, just what you've done is like three times that. And that's incredible. <laughs> so yeah. Yo, it yeah. takes me a year to write like one punk rock song. It's like, <laughs> I need, I've written like maybe like, I'm in awe of you guys right now. I'm just like, oh yeah, I just got like four chords and five words yeah. and it'll take me a year. I'm like Roger from Rent right now. Like just one song. Just one song. 
I've written like oh, no. maybe. I've, I've written like less than ten new jokes this year, and you've like translated a manuscript. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, totally. I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um. So can can we talk about some gross shit? Ooh, I want to talk Let's about Let's do it. Uh, so I know that he liked to jam objects into women's vaginas. What kind of objects? Like hairspray cans? Is that a That thing? did happen in Florida. Yeah, that happened um, to one of the um, one of the victims that did not survive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, yes. Damn. I mean, this yeah. is a this is a uh, audio medium, but everyone watches it on YouTube. But we're we're measuring hairspray can sizes, and that's. I mean, there are some it, porns where people yeah. like that, but. Damn! Like the whole thing, like the whole like, I don't know length the whole thing. of it. Nah, was it Aquanet? <laughs> yeah, something like that. It was one of those you seventies. Know, it's got to be like Aquanet. Aquanet. Has to be or White Rain, yeah. something like that. Something like this that. This is yeah. what priest Videl Sassoon being on. Oh shelves. yeah, this is pre like major salon products in being drug available stores. in drugstores. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it had to be something like... So is this, aqua, yeah, I'm hyper-focused on that. Is oh. this a signature? <laughs> like, when did the signature start? Like, I mean... I I don't know of any other time that he used that, um, used hairspray specifically. Uh, it clearly shows you that he was not able to become a ret. Yeah. Uh, more than likely. Um, either that or he didn't think he had enough time. I don't know. Um, but... Yeah, he had he, time to get my had, dick up. This hairspray's gonna have to do. <laughs> hairspray's gonna have to do it. Well, you gotta remember, he was trying. He was in a frenzy at this time, and he was trying to get as many women as he could. So he probably was not going to be able to take a lot of time with each one. You're right. Huff and, the hairspray. Get yeah. this then going. Cram it he up just, there. He just, just grabbed it and get this going. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did he ever yeah. like leave bodies with anything else in them besides hairspray? Was Was there any? No, I know Gary Ridgeway did that. Yeah, um, with his he would leave rocks and things like that, and it was a way of kind of closing them off so that other men couldn't have them. What like the possession fuck? thing? <laughs> Why As not quick dry concrete out? or something? You can just go to the craft I mean, store and get that, like a little bit of plaster or something. It's like, like really some caulk. It's like a cat. After you put your caulk in there, get some caulk. It's a seal it up. It's a cat burying their shit. It is a cat bearing their shit. That's all that is. It's oh, like, couldn't leave a baby, leave a rock. What are you, a fucking penguin? Yeah. Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I came in this yeah. corpse and you can't. This is my special yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> Mine. This is my cold pocket. It's for me. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I know Ridgeway was really, really into that. Um, um, so, Bunny didn't, he didn't, yeah. like, have anything specific that he left at every scene that would be like, oh, this is definitely, like, Bundy-style killing. No. No, he was was smart enough. And you've got to you've got to remember, police didn't know if he was leaving any bite marks on any other victims because they would be so decomposed by Mm -hmm. the time they had been found. Other than the young woman in um, Colorado whose body was found frozen in the snow after he murdered her. Yeah. Karen Campbell. Um, I don't remember them thinking that there were any human bites on her. I know that there had been animal activity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know that they knew. So it's possible he was biting them and they just were didn't there, have any evidence. Were there bite marks on either of the children? No, not that I know of. And mm-hmm. and you've got to remember, one of the bodies was not ever found. The one in Idaho, right, right, they correct. never found yes. her. Oh, wow. And then the 12-year-old, she was far too decomposed. So I don't know to, about the yeah. Idaho story. Can you tell us more about the, the Idaho child? Yes. 
So uh, May 6th of 1975, Lynette Culver, who was 12, went missing. Um, she went missing from her middle school. So they believe she was either trying to hitchhike or he was able to get her away from the school somehow. And he, this was a, a little bit of a departure from his style. Apparently, he took her back to a hotel room that he was in. And fancy, he, fancy bunny. Yeah. And yeah. he drowned her in the bathtub. Oh, weird. This is Very so different. different. Yeah. Was he just so feeling almost, cre creative that yeah, day? Yeah. Trying I think he was new. trying something new. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So he definitely had his preference of how he liked to kill women, but this seemed to just be something else, something different. Um, and I don't think she was a planned victim. She was someone that um, he was going in between Washington State and um, Utah. And that was kind of along the way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But but he definitely was looking for someone young because he was out near the middle school. Wow. Right. Yeah. You're out, I'm, how do you lure a girl in in the 70s 1975 what do you got like partridge family tickets I like no are you playing zeppelin is it just you're just the cool i'll buy you a beer offer her some weed buy a beer. it's dazed and confused yeah be a lot cooler if and murder be a lot cooler if you did <laughs> get some weed here <laughs> i mean maybe that that was probably literally it like he was yeah, getting high yeah i think she he was, was like hey i'm cool and hip she's like well i don't know yeah. how cool you are <laughs> You hang with the Bundy man. No, I don't think he talked like that, but he was a Republican. The no. Tedster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably tried to come across as an authority figure. He liked doing that a lot. Officer Roseland. Mm, right? Oh, yes. yeah. Appeal to yep. the daddy issues. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Take the control that way right off the bat. You're turning me on right now. A little bit? You yeah. like that? Yeah. You like that? Did you also have a crush on, like, a principal or anything like that? Yeah. Vice principal? Totally. You know, I used to get, like... <laughs> What I would I would just get called into the vice principal's office when I was in high school just on purpose. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Oh fuck yeah, Corey. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should have actually slept with him. Uh, I had a friend that slept with the principal's son that was much older than her, and it was a scandal. It was a scandal. It was a scandal. Mm. His name is Mr. Zapatos, so Mr. Shoes, <laughs> Corey Ellis. <laughs> Man, it had like six strokes and he was built like a brick shit house. There's mm. a foreman I work with that I think is very attractive. Anyway, I'm, mar I'm married. Okay. <laughs> You're not dead. <laughs> not dead. Haven't live your best life. Not yet. Bunny not yet. style. Bunny style. Gotta get those socks. <laughs> gotta get those socks. Get those I am like, we gotta go walk by the sock man. <laughs> Is what we gotta do after this. The the guy with the You table. know about the sock man? No, uh uh. There is no, he doesn't just have a table anymore. He used to just be this hole in the wall in St. Mark's, like when St. Mark's was still like crazy. You know, you could get heroin, now you can get bubble tea. That is so, the per that's perfect. It's, it's spot <laughs> yeah. on, right? Yeah. Fucking spot on. So like he had this little fucking hole in the wall and it was a little bit down from, you know, Boris. Boris used to make the shoes mm -hmm. for James St. James. He had the big bar on the outside, mm -hmm. the big Russian. So he was a little bit down from that. Now, homeboy sock man went from having the hole in the wall then to just having the table. He's got a whole ass store. Well, Bundy would have been a client. if ever Bundy would have oh. been a client. Bundy would have like owned Sock in, in sock the man. sock man. <laughs> he would have been like he would have been a slap and a sock man sticker on everything. You gotta go see my sock man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 
yeah, I'm killing yeah. you. Never mind. <laughs> Avoid the porn, but get the socks. Absolutely. Like, was that a red flag with that guy? He was always talking about socks. It was weird. I took him to dinner with my parents, and it was it was like, you got to know this Ronald Reagan guy that's coming up. And then he started talking about socks. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He had a fucking. Weird... He was he was talking about socks while he was on death row. How excited he was! He had socks in his cell, and he was so excited about them. Oh, bless your heart, Teddy. Oh. Teddy, baby. I can't believe he never killed anybody with socks. Like strangled them with a bunch of right. socks tied together. But that would have been nobody. Like, just like pantyhose. Beat them with a anything in a sock. You so, can just beat somebody with. He was a product killer, not a process killer. Would you say? Like he was more interested in the corpse than the actual act. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, the not part. not not with Kai Omega, but like most of the time, it was about the product of the killing. Mm. The, yeah, yeah. I just the can't. Dead body. I cannot get over the necrophilia. I'm sorry. Forever. I'm always going to imagine this guy up in the moonlight, like painting dead people, the dead women's nails, digging them up, talking. Would he have conversations with them? Just like hi, Susan. He would spend the night with them. Yes. Like I know it didn't I go mean, well. I mean, like lay down next to them and talk <laughs> to them. Yes. <laughs> I know it didn't go well the first time. How has it been? How has it been? I understand. You I look know. great. Yeah. <laughs> And then would he like argue with them? Would he be like, "Well, I didn't say that, you bitch." <laughs> Quite possible. <laughs> I don't like your mother either. <laughs> Will you fucking bend over now? <laughs> Just like having these ex- like extensive bend over for boring white dude missionary. Come on. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. No. Uh I wonder, I'm just, I'm sorry, this is really gross, but, like, how big was this cock if you're trying to do, like, like you know, different sex positions with a corpse? Like, you can't not, you can't be working with, like, four inches. Like, you gotta have something. You gotta there. have some endowment. Yeah, and if he is only doing missionary, then we can assume his dick wasn't that big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where my mind Men goes. Men with big dick energy don't go around murdering women across the country. That's true. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it's true. They're off. Getting their big dicks. dicks. Yeah, to do something. I mean, generally speaking, I think. I don't that's why I want to talk to the survivors. If your mom dated Ted Bundy, you need to email us. I'll say it I again. I just gotta know. We have to know. <laughs> we, we I, know. I will go to her. I will go to like whatever retirement home she's in now. How old are these people? Yeah. Now? Like in their seventies? In their seventies? I mean, yeah. Yeah. let's just go to Florida. We're just gonna like you know what? I'm gonna go visit my grandparents. I'm just gonna walk around their community and go, has anybody fucked Bundy? I mean, they have like their states outside their houses. It says like their last name and what state they're from in the in the community. My grandparents live in is so cute. I'm just gonna go knock on all the You know he kept his socks on during sex. Oh, for sure. That's Oh, I have no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, that these are the important yeah. hard hitting questions that we want answered. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Really murder sex. Right. Uh how are we on time, Frank? We're coming up. We're okay? Okay. We got chilling. We're we chilling. We're chilling. Okay. Just want to make sure, you know, we usually do an hour. We're going to do a little longer this time. Probably do like 10, 10, yeah. 15 more minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, what gosh, do you want to know? What else do we want to know about Bundy? Oh, there's rumors. The room, the unsubstantiated rumors that Deborah Harry from Blondie thinks that she ran into Bundy. So yeah. I, actually, I actually wrote an article about that. Um, as far as we know, Bundy was not in New York when she's claiming to have been abducted. I do think she was abducted by somebody, but it wasn't him. Um, someone else. She in a also beetle. mentioned someone in a bug. It wasn't the right color. I think ah. she said blue. Um, and it, he, she also said he was really smelly. One and for somebody who's obsessed about his feet, yeah, no, <laughs> it wouldn't have been him. Not Bundy. Not Bundy. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. 
Oh, so no. yeah, I, I find that very difficult. Plus, she did not actually make that claim until he was executed. Ah, uh, maybe mm -hmm. uh, until after that. What, so. what record was she working on in '89? I'm just thinking. Mm -hmm. She's like, I get, I get. I mean, news. she oh, lives yeah. here in New York. Yeah. I could just, we could just find out. Find out. We just go and ask right. her yep. about it. Like, why, why would, why would you say Blue Beetle? Man, if we could get Blondie on the show. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> I don't think yeah. she's... Yeah. That would be fucking wild. Like, it would be amazing. Hey, we want to talk about your... Tell us about this Ted Bundy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you she know where you actually, are, Deb? She has actually said that no matter whether or not she was proved wrong, she will always believe it was him. Well, so, then. Okay. You know no, no change in her mind. Fine. I'm going to roll with it. Fine. And then, remember there was a woman a few years back that went on Dr. Phil that was talking about... Rhonda Yeah. That, is that all substantiated? Like, pretty... No. Ah, can yeah. you tell us about? No, um, and again with her, it has to do with the fact that he apparently let her go, um, and I think there was some issue of how she stated that he committed the crime. But you have to remember that Bundy never willingly let anyone go. He right. he never, he was not someone that would have had mercy on anybody. And so the people that escaped him either fought or he was interrupted. So, yeah, the, the idea that he would have let somebody go is, is anathema to who he was as a killer. Ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Huh. And he wouldn't, you know, there, uh, you know who Israel Keys is, the serial killer. Yes. There was, he added a victim that they've recently interviewed that lived. And she, it was before he, we know that he started killing consecutively. And she said she talked to him and talked to him and talked to him and humanized herself. And then he couldn't do it. And so I was guess- this Sorry, was this the young woman in the that he um, viciously raped in the park? Yes, by the by the river. Yeah, yeah. He he actually mentioned that um, in part of his confession and stated that he he reasoned that he wasn't going to be able to get away with it or or something. There was something else to it. Okay, I thought. Yeah, she just kept talking about her life, and then he just decided to mm -hmm. rape her and not kill her. And yeah, I wonder if like he could have easily killed her in that bathroom. Right. And so she just mm -hmm. killed his boner with her conversation. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it was. It was You're like, can you wrong. just shut up, bitch? I'm trying to kill you. You know, and I, I had just... a dog when I was four and he just, like, yeah. he was the cutest. <laughs> he looked like a bunny and I thought he was a bunny. And so then we brought him home and he wasn't a bunny. Got divorced and that shattered me. Do you know what it's like? When, yeah. And he was just you like, you know Jesus what it's like Christ. to yeah. be an artisanal pottery ghost? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> and he was just like, I'm done with you, bitch. Do I'm you bored. understand what's happening with my Etsy? shop right now it's crazy <laughs> what uh, do you bore guys with pre-etsy yeah i don't know uh i can't uh craft fairs but uh so i just wonder if like ted was trying to keep women from from talking like you, you know to to keep them dehumanized and depersonalized probably i mean we don't have I enough think, survivors yeah. i don't think it's the idea of humanizing them i think it's the idea of of interrupting the fantasy mm -hmm. um yeah, so if you kind of kill that fantasy, then it, it makes it difficult to decide how to how to end it. You know, I, I feel like Bundy probably would have just gone ahead and killed them anyway. But when we think about Lake Sammamish, um, and oh, the we two haven't women even we haven't talked about this. Lake Sammamish, Lake like, Sammamish, it's like the biggest Bundy fucking. It's this is this is this, this if, is a big deal. If Florida was the They're, Super Bowl, this is something smaller than the Super Bowl, but big. Smaller than the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this is the, the Super Bowl the and Florida Bowl. was the Olympics? That was the Olympics. This is maybe the Super Bowl. I don't okay. know enough about sports but, to well, make... Well, maybe the Rose Bowl or the Sugar Bowl. This is his Rose Bowl. 
so there's a theory that with um, that with Lake Sammamish, that with the first woman that he abducted, Janice Ott, that something happened and he wasn't completely satisfied. And that's why he went back for another woman. Um, you got to remember, too, this was when he was extremely cocky. He actually used his real first name. Yeah, he was um, walking around going, hi, hey, I'm Ted. You want to help me fix my sailboat? Yep. Hey, no, no, I'm Ted. I'm Ted. He's just, yeah, so, I'm just Ted. so cocky. And yeah, it's a, it's one of the first sunny days in a very cloudy, rainy place. And there's t- mm-hmm. hundreds of people out and he's just walking around. I'm dead. What's going on? Yeah. Yep. And yep. go ahead. Go ahead, EJ. Take it. So, right. So with this, you know, there was four hours between the abductions, um, between the first woman and the second. And apparently he indicated that the first victim fought him. Um, and I, I can't quite remember the reference there, but that could have had something to do with why he went back. He also knew that his girlfriend was going to be at a different park that day, uh, Liz. Um, and that might've been why he went back to the same place, but there's no real way of knowing why he thought he needed to go to the same park that day. There's so many, there's so many parks. Um, so I don't know if he just thought, well, you know, I'll blend in. It doesn't matter or, or what exactly. But a lot of people saw him that day and recognized him from approaching women. You know, some of the women that he approached remembered him and they had not gone with him. Um, but yeah, he basically fish in a barrel, just, you know, taking whatever he could get as Broad far as the women there. Daylight. And like just yeah. the, the yeah. confidence, just you needed two for one. So you did two, two. And now he had his socks pulled up so high that day. <laughs> yep. Actually, he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he had white socks on and a tennis outfit. So he had like white shorts and oh white my God. Uh, polo my God, shirt. Like Predator Ken. <laughs> Predator Ken. Predator Ken. <laughs> Think about it. That's like Republican wear right there. Hey, Barbie, you want to follow me into the woods? If only it was like pink, you know, today it would have been like a pink polo with like khaki pants. It's like that whole pink is a terrible color to be adorning if you're trying to get away with anything. Like he looks like you're welcome. A lawyer's son out there. Yeah. You know who my dad is? You want to help me fix my sailboat? Yeah. Yeah. He looks like 15 other Chad's at that beach that day. And they were all called Ted or Carl or Chad. He just he was yeah. trying to be a non-playable character, just like he thought everybody else was in the world, and nobody yeah, cares about in. anybody. And uh, was it true that one of the girls was uh, possibly watched the other one get killed? Is that not true? So that is something that has never been confirmed. He admitted that to the FBI profiler. I believe it was the individual that was in the the movie, No Man of God, the that profiler. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as that goes, he actually recanted it later. So, you know, Ted was a liar. It was hard to tell sometimes which lie was yeah. actually the lie, you know, or whether right. he had even told the truth at all. And so I, I think it would have been very difficult to have killed one in front of the other and not had anybody here. You'd have to be way out in the middle of nowhere and screaming been able to control two women one had to stay for four hours at least while he went and abducted the other one you know it it just would have been very difficult and before facebook what were you going to do for four hours just sitting by yourself yeah (laughs) does she have the can of hairspray (laughs) (laughs) is there a sock store nearby yeah right (laughs) maybe she was just mating his socks like well i'm just gonna be helpful (laughs) 
Yeah. Because <laughs> it's what they women do. We just, we just want to be helpful. We just want to help. Well, that's why they all died, because they were trying to help a guy. Yes. Stop being helpful, ladies. Don't Stay alive. be helpful to anybody. If anyone comes up to you with a crutch, if anyone approaches you with an injury, fuck them. Kick that crutch out from under exactly. them. Yeah. And run. Exactly. They're already weak. They're already, they're already And if weak. they're not, you're going to find out now. Yeah. Yep. Fucking survival of the fittest. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to New York 2020 exactly. with our Mayor Eric Adams. What is his kick name? Kick and run. Yeah. Kick, and, kick and run. Is that our Mayor Eric Adams? Is his name Eric Adams? What I is don't. It? Our Who's our mayor? mayor? Who's running this Who's city? Who's running the city? They're running it terribly, by the way. But yeah, I don't know. We, we, we're an apolitical podcast. Just the facts here. Just facts. Just the facts. Just the facts and decomp bodies here. <laughs> That's all we care about. Cock sizes We're and here dead for bodies. Toilet babies and Ted Bundy. That's it, baby. <laughs> sorry, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not the most uh, you know, I told you we're a dive bar. We're a dive bar. We're a dive you bar, know? but we but we love we respect you. <laughs> we love your work. So You know, what can yeah. I say? So I guess I think I think we're gonna wind it up here. Um anything yeah. else that you you wanna plug or promote uh before we go at all? Um, really just, um, I'm constantly updating my website, bundyfile.com. Um, and I'm currently trying to come up with some ideas for the second book. So once we get this first one out, I'll, uh, start figuring out what I want to do for the second one. Super excited to hear more about that. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. We'll plug all of this in the show notes for everybody. Shamelessly. Shamelessly. Um, appreciate that. You've been we appreciate you. You this appreciate has been you. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Aww, you are absolutely thanks. amazing. And and Thank we you. are super looking forward to this book. This has been like an amazing time. This has been really like, fun. This Yay. is fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah me too. Girl time. Girl time. Girl time. Well, maybe we'll totally. have you maybe we'll have you on about other cases that you are yeah. passionate about. Like not Absolutely. Just That'd be great. You and can pretty be pretty much any lust killer I'm I'm into. We love lust killers here. Yeah. We do love a little yeah. lust and murder. Awesome. And, you know. So yes. you've been lovely, lovely, thank you. everybody. Thank you. Um, this has been great. So thank you for coming on Alien Murder Sex. It's a, uh, yeah. Do you want to say anything yeah. else? Do you want to plug anything? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, my name is Adrian Hudson. You can check me out. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. Give your hair a kiss. Give your hair a kiss.com. You can book an appointment with me there. Give your hair a kiss.com for the kissing booth. Also check out my band. We are Bed Pan Fight. That is Bed Pan Fight. And I am at the Lauren Petrie on all the social medias, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of the things, and Twitter. And I have a show on the 22nd running my half hour. Lauren Petrie Comedy is my website. And we are going to plug everything for EJ Hammond. She's a fucking serial killer expert and an author. And this and a fox. And a fox. And this, this has been <laughs> Alien, Alien Murder, Murder Sex. Sex.